Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. NZ app and hear us anywhere, anytime. Spoil mum this Mother's Day. Find Calvin Klein Euphoria 100ml, 54.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. SENZ 0800 That's the Kennard's Hire phone line. And Joe from Gizzy, we're going to get to you in a second. I'm going to New Zealand next year. My manager and I haven't even discussed other options because we've always known that is the case. Reese Walsh yesterday, Kempi, what was your first reaction? Oh, the, P, the PR machines, um, well and truly the wheels are turning on it. You know, like someone had to come out and, and say, after Paul Kent said last week that in the next couple of weeks, uh, Brisbane will announce a signing of Reese Walsh. He, he actually didn't say the Dolphins. Um, so, I th- Look, I think it had to happen. I think, you know, with them coming home on July 3rd, if, if it wasn't sorted before then, uh, there would have been hell to pay um, uh, from the public especially. So good on him for coming out and fronting it. That's the main thing. Good on him for coming out and fronting it. Yeah, I completely agree. Joe on 0800 150 from the beautiful Gizzy. What did you make of it, mate? Yeah, morning, boys. Uh, it was neither here or there for me, eh? Just uh, looking at the table at the moment, the bottom eight teams, the eight eight fullbacks that are playing, he's the shortest, got the least amount of run metres, got most missed tackles, right? So I hear what you're saying, Kimby, with the PR machine. It's okay, we need to keep him. If he went to the Dolphins, obviously neither here nor there for me as a hardcore fan. But um, we just lost Taylor, which I thought if he came back in form, he'd be a better option for us in the midfield. Maybe put someone back there of those three who are playing. Uh, play fullback. We've got Tori Harris's Unfortunately, if he doesn't come back, you know, this year as well as in his off contract, we've got plenty of room in our cap, Kempi. We could have gone and tried and hit up someone. over Reese Walsh was going to go to the Dolphins. But, uh, I don't think it would have been that great a miss for us. Hey, Joe, can I just, you know, as a, ask you a question as a, as a Warriors fan. What, what do you think, from a, from a communications perspective, is a better way to handle um, all of this miscommunication or, I guess, speculation and around our, what we consider our top-line players being here or not being here? How would you like to he- hear that as a fan? 
the problem is, Ken, the contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on, mate. I mean, oh, I'm a big fan of the NRL 360 boys. They come out with mm. rumours and, you know, this is happening and this is happening for even the clubs know it, and the clubs have to react to that. It's not the other way around where the, cl- where the, where the players and the club get on the front foot. Boys watch Monday, Tuesday, there's always some rumour. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the clubs have to defend that rumour. I just think Cameron George, uh, Nathan Brown, they need to come out with a strategy and say, listen, we want to sign these players two, three years. This is where we're going. Right? They never come out and say that. In the end, uh, we sign up another thug, uh, Barnett, coming from the, from, from the Knights, who's average. We're losing another thug with Lodge. So it's just like, hey, where's our consistency? Who are we targeting? Who, who are we looking mm. to buy so our, our, our shape stays the same? You know, so that we keep those same type of players coming through and keep our young ones coming through, you know, in New Zealand, Kempe. I mean, you, you're on the board of the Auckland rugby. You know there's some great young kids coming through. A lot of them are getting scouted overseas. I've got a nephew. He's six foot four, playing standoff for the Burley Bears, and he's in the Titans under-16s, under-18s. My sister is in the Goldie, right? And that kid is outstanding. He's been hit up by five clubs not the Warriors, and he'd love to play for the Warriors. Mm. That's all. That's awesome. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks a lot for your uh, call today and the passion and the reason why I asked about the communication. Mm. Is he? I just want to. I just want to um, get your advice on this. Like, mm. I I think the days have gone when you can expect the public to just listen or read to read something and not have an opinion, <laughs> like a like a valid mm. opinion too. That that answer there validated a hell of a lot of stuff that I've been saying. They are, they're, they are the best scouts in the districts. Yeah? I've got a, mm. I've got a six foot four nephew playing standoff. Thank God, man, what a player. You know, we want to be told what the strategy is. You know, and mm. what, what does it what does it mean for the next three years when you're letting one player who's the same player that we're signing go, it looks like the team's staying the same. Mate, well, that is a fantastic call from Joe. Yeah, great call from Joe. And, and he touched on it there, mate. We're constantly being reactive instead of being proactive and I love it come out and just skirt it out I want Munster I want to sign Munster and I'll, I'll throw the kitchen sink at it to try and get this guy let us know instead of saying look I've got some big signings coming and uh, you're going to be blown away speculation so everyone speculates and then bang they they announce this player I've never even heard of so it's it's interesting great call there from um, from Joe and Gizzy but I want to ask you this question we got Walsh we got Walsh Till 2023, and hopefully, if he does, he stays on. Joe from Gizzy is obviously not a fan, but I don't see anyone else fulfilling that fullback role unless we go to the districts and someone blows our mind and comes through and, and takes that role up. But Walsh is there, and we're trying to build a spine. So, who do we build around Walsh? If he is our spine, he is our marquee player, he is the big dog in that, in that team right now, let's be honest. Who do we build the spine around? I'll give you an example. You look at the Highlanders when they won their 2015 title. 2011, 2012, horrible. Bottom of the table. They had Smith at nine. They had, they had Ben Smith at fullback. They went out and they built a spine. They went out, they got Sapwanga. They went out, they got Buckman. They got Fikitoa from Auckland. They brought him down. They got Waisaki Naholo in the, in, the, in the forwards. They had Joe Wheeler. They, they poached uh, Nasi Manu from Canterbury. He came down, played eight. They had Ash Dixon from the Hurricanes and the Blues. He came down and fulfilled all those key roles within the room. They went through some tough times and for three, two, two or three years. They built a spine. They won a title in 2015. So how do the Warriors replicate that? 
Look, look, I think the I think the recruitment is strategy. The recruitment strategy is really stale. I think a, a lot of the people that mm. they got in there are, are dead wood, and they need to move, be moved on. Because what you're talking about is your your what you just said there is exactly how you should be thinking. Let's get four players, and let's develop the players to go around them. Melbourne do it. Melbourne actually do mm. it. They've got the template. But what we do, and if you look through the salary cap, our two marquee players are Matt Hodge and Fanua Blake. They're our marquee players. Mm. You know, not Roger Tuivasa Sheik. They've gone from the spine to the front row. So what you do with mm. your salary cap is you spring your salary cap over the middle, and then when you go to sign the the, the big halves, and there's not enough of them around the comp, let's, let's be totally honest, but when you go to get, sign a Munster who's on the market at the moment saying, you know, by all accounts that he's willing to look at something else, and you want to throw all the kitchen sink out of him, you have to start to move players around to try and get them here to the club so, so that you have the money. Mm. So I think what you're talking about, it makes total sense to me. You strategize on what is our long-term vision. I think for me, mm. it isn't the four players. It's got to be. It starts at the front, at the front end at the head office. Because uh, I, I look at that. I look at the Highlanders. It, you know, you think back to 2011, 2012. There was nothing enticing about going down to the deep south, a team that has never won. That's you're constantly been last. But there was something behind the scenes. You know, they had Jamie Joseph, who was b- making them believe. They had Tony Brown saying, look, no one believes in us. Why don't you come down here and we can start something special? So there has to be something special behind the scenes that the Warriors need to do to entice these superstar players. And it starts, for me, with Walsh and, and Fanua Blake and those guys instilling belief and saying, we can build a spine around this. It's going to be a tough two years, but we can get to where we want to be. Izzy, I hear what you're saying, but I actually don't know if Walsh is the right sort of player because what you're talking about, what is that something that was different? I think if you, you rattle off the names you rattled off, what's the really what's the overwhelming thing about all those guys? Amazing character. They had a, mm. a re- and I'm not questioning a kid's character, but what I'm hearing when Reese Walsh says I'm gonna play for the Warriors in twenty twenty three and I'm making the trip back is that I'm probably not playing in twenty twenty four. And then that's my that's my whole um mm conversation around dead wood you know what I mean like your recruitment strategy uh, should be built on something more solid than just uh, like you said a reactive situation we're going to sign that player because he's on the market Mm. you know someone needs to sit in a room uh, to give you an example I went to the San Diego Chargers with Marty Schottenheimer I walked into a room it was it was as big as this whole office and wall-to-wall names from every kid that was in high school and university and a 10-year planner who was going to fill um, their, their quarterback and their running back and their lineback positions. All right, so mm. they had the strategy on what they were building. We don't have it. Yeah, I love the passion there, Izzy and Kempe. Uh, the Chargers now, of course, with Justin Herbert at quarterback, and he's really franchised, going to change the way they play. There's one really good text here about Munster. How much will he end up for? We'll get to that after the news with Aroha. Double eight, double three. what is the Warriors' long-term strategy? And actually, answer me this one. Is Reese Walsh a Warrior in 2024? So he's confirmed he's playing in 2023, but if Izzy and Kempe are saying, let's build a platform for four or five years and let's turn this around like the Highlanders did, is Reese Walsh part of that spine? What do you think? Double uh, double eight, double three, or 0800 150 811. Here's Araha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.